therootwave.com. What's going on, beautiful people? Thank you for returning back to my channel, The Root Wave. In this episode, I have Ryan, aka 18 on the scene. Ryan, please say hello to the audience and let us know where we can find you, please. Hello, guys. I am Ryan, Teen on the scene. You can find me on IG at Teen on the scene. That is where I put all my stuff up. You can connect with me, link up, let's do stuff, and let's make it happen. Nice. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being on the channel. Um, let me ask you a question. When did you start um, your movement, please? Um, Teen on the scene pretty much started, I believe, between my sophomore and junior year of high school. So about three years ago or so. Um, it initially started with me going to a lot of art events and things of that nature and me wanting to cover it for my social media page. And I found that because I was a young person in the audience um, amongst these individuals that they appreciated um, a youth perspective on a lot of things. So I took that and made a platform of it to where I would go to a lot of different kinds of events where it is mainly youth focused. And I would be the youth person kind of kind of connecting with the with the people behind their own projects and interviewing people that made the projects happen because I find that really interesting. Yes, I, I appreciate that explanation. Um, I have to be honest, I started about a year ago, almost in the same sense as what you're explaining, um, because I wanted to feature people. I, I work in a consulting basis, helping people um, start up their own businesses and just get their mo momentum going, even if it's life or creativity. That's why my motto is um, life, creativity, business. But when I got on the um, social media aspect, I remember your account was one of the first people that I started following just because you were also, I have to be honest, inspiring me to, you know, put my face in the camera, you know, because that stuff isn't easy. So um, for anybody that's watching um, both of us who actually do this type of type of work, what would you recommend? Um, what advice would you recommend to them to um, be able to actually open up and actually be on camera and actually do this type of work? Well, um, that's a very interesting question because I feel that I've been able to do it very, very naturally. And I've just always grown up with a camera in my face and always been the person kind of being captured in certain moments. So I've always grew up, you know, being able to take pictures and always talk about my experiences. So for me, it comes very naturally. But I also understand that for a lot of people, it doesn't. So what I would say to them is definitely find something that you're very, very passionate about. Something that you feel comfortable talking about in front of the camera, whether it be about artwork, your creativity, your thoughts and feelings, something like that. Everyone has something that they can share with other people. And so I believe that if you channel that and you really find that passion and like, and like focus on what you really believe in, then I feel that your output would be really natural and it will be really genuine. And you won't have to worry too much about the cameras because a lot of people can be camera shy, but when they get into a certain kind of groove like I do, you pretend like the camera's not there. So it really is kind of natural. No, I, re I appreciate that explanation too because it's well put. It makes a lot of sense because a lot of me, it took me a year to get on camera. Just to get on camera, <laughs> I was like, oh, when am I going to get on camera? But what did help me is what you said is actually just talking about stuff that I'm interested in. So because I'm interested in it, it doesn't become like work. <laughs> so it would be different if you're yeah. trying to talk about stuff that you're not interested in, and it's really going to get nerve wracking. Um, so tell me a little exactly. bit about what is behind your hustle. And also, what is um, what is it that you've been able to accomplish since you've started your work? Well, uh, definitely about the hustle behind what I what I do. I can definitely say I have a very supportive mom and a very supportive family behind everything that I do. Um, ever since I was little and I was brought into this world, I was instilled with confidence. I was instilled with love. 
and I was instilled with so much enthusiasm about life. And I never take that for granted because I definitely see how people can be lacking in those kinds of things and how it can be detrimental. So I definitely like to um, make sure that I bring that to other people that might not have been as fortunate as maybe I have been. So my passion comes definitely from that. Um, also, with that being said, I like to bring my enthusiasm to other people in different areas. So um, I definitely like to be respectful. I give people constant confidence and reassurance and everything that they do. And I use that kind of passion to go to different events where I know people are doing their thing, whether it be in art, in business, film and photography, things that I know I'm interested in, and definitely um, try and amp them up and say, hey, you're really doing your own thing. How, what's your drive? What's your hustle? Because I know I have that for myself. So that's kind of where the hustle comes. No, that's awesome. Um, I, I'm a big advocate on, um, I, I noticed that my audience is like 25 and up mostly. But I'm a big advocate on making sure that these people, when they have children of their own, also are um, aware that they it, the motivation, motivating your child and the motivation behind all that stuff is so important. Um, it's it, it's a game changer. It, it truly is. Um, and, and even finding out your story about your mom also assisting you and helping you is amazing because um, it just shows how far someone can get if they just get um, the right people behind them, especially the people that are like mom, dad, family, immediate people, um, that just changes the game because I think a lot of what people's, um, you know, insecurities, the low self-esteem, not being able to be on the camera and actually do things like that is comes from, you know, maybe coming from a household that they weren't encouraged to express themselves or be able to be who they want to be. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, Absolutely. Um, and with that being said as well, I definitely feel that the combination of attributes that I've been given and instilled with have been somewhat praised ever since I was little. Everyone would kind of say, oh, you're so enthusiastic. You're so natural and happy. And people would say, I wish I could be like that. Or I wish I had much as confidence as you and things like that. And I said, well, if I'm able to have that confidence, how come maybe other people aren't able to have that confidence? So, I, that, so that's part of the reason why why. I like to bring it to other people um, because other people aren't as fortunate to, to be able to kind of have that, have that mindset. So when you go to live events, um, do you feel that you bring that, that boost of confidence to the people when you actually show up and you're, you're, you're um, featuring their work? Yeah. Right. It makes definitely, definitely. Everyone says that. Yes, it really does. People are really confident with, you know, being able to have that younger person kind of really be back them, you know, kind of back them and kind of say, hey, I really support what you're doing. Talk about where that kind of comes from. I've met young fashion designers. I've met young people younger than me because I'm 18 years old, um, about to be 19 in a few weeks, very excited. <laughs> um, so I definitely have met young people that have started out young doing what they do and really, you know, pushing for what they believe in. And I've met young advocates, film directors, TV producers, things like that. And so I love capturing that kind of, that 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 energy because that's something that we both have in terms of what we do and i like to bring that to other people because people might have the passion but they might not know how to reach certain people or reach their audience or kind of know what to do with it so i kind of help them kind of go in that in that kind of direction and i like to connect people with like-minded other with other like-minded individuals that have the same passions and can really put them um to new uh opportunities yeah, no, very awesome. I, I think we're in the same business, and that's awesome. Um, let me switch the topic a little bit because you mentioned your age. Um, from your perspective, 
what are you noticing with your generation, with your age group, um, that is something that might be awesome that's coming up, but also where do you see um, the need for improvement? Okay, so definitely with the age group. Um, so I was born in 2000, which makes me part of Gen Z. Mm -hmm. So something that I believe we have as young people, and it's definitely instilled by older generations, is that we have a lot of power and a lot of voice um, for change. And that is very evident as a lot of young people have um, been part of different movements for Black Lives Matter and climate change and LGBTQ rights and things like that. All things that I'm very, very passionate about. So that's something that I like to um, highlight with young people. And what helps with that is, is the um, ability to have technology and social media in the early 2000s and, and, um, and 2010s with something that other people maybe back then maybe not had that access to. But I think that that's extremely, extremely important to, you know, be able to share your thoughts and feelings with other people. Social media, for me, is a very integral part, obviously, of my business and of how I, you know, really thrive. And so it does come twofold, though. Number one, on, on, on one hand, social media can be very, very positive, and it is where you're able to share your positive thoughts and feelings and really be able to make a big impact. Whereas on the other side, you can be subjected to, you know, something that might think like negativity or be brought, you know, different kinds of information where you don't know if it's factual or not because of things like fake news or things like that. So social media is really a, a kind of sandbox playground, as you might say, where a lot of people can kind of do whatever they want, but on one hand, it can be good and bad because not everyone has the right um, intentions. So what I seek to do is to really kind of put my perspective on it and really seek the truth behind a lot of people's intentions. Mm. Um, that's kind of what I really like about our generation. What I believe might need improvement is definitely to be more communicative to a lot of young people because um, we hide behind the screens a lot and we might have a lot of confidence, you know, being able to type a comment or really be able to put a video up and I've met people that have created videos and I'm like, well, you seem, you know, kind of different in front of the camera as opposed to when you're actually in front of people. And I would ask, why is that? And a lot of them would say, well, when I'm in front of a camera, it's not like talking to a, to a person. It's like kind of talking to myself in the mirror and it makes it feel more natural. Whereas if I'm talking to a person, I get nervous. I, I don't know how they kind of think of me and things like that. They, they kind of become, they, they kind of become guarded in that, in that sense. So what I, like to kind of bridge the gap is what I would hope to do is to bridge the gap where we're able to communicate our thoughts and feelings that we put in front of the camera to be able to put in front of other people because I believe that it would be really, really, really impactful in such a positive way and a lot more change could be done. And I feel that that definitely is on the rise with people wanting to go to different parades. And I know recently we had the, the, uh, the climate change parade, um, the, the uh, climate change march last month. Um, and that was a lot of young people really advocating for that thing. And it was really impactful. So that's kind of where I, where I see with young people. Mm -hmm. Where do you, um, we, we have an age difference. So where do you see technology in your mm -hmm. eyes in 10 years? Like social in media, 10 years, all that wow. stuff. Yeah. Yes. So I see social media in particular, definitely being able to just share share more instantly and just be able to really live in the moment. So maybe there might be some, some like technology where we're able to kind of like live stream from our like eyes and just like kind of really take people on an immersive experience where like we're actually there and someone can just kind of 
look into our minds and really access these moments in time. That's where I kind of see social media um, going. I also see social media being a place for everyone to continue thriving and for now businesses are, are, are starting to use social media a lot um, for their, you, you, you know, to kind of reach their, their like specific audiences and stuff like that. So I think social media is an amazing thing and it's something that I'm very, very grateful for. Um, and at the same time, you know, the, the future, who, who knows? But I really, really, really have a lot of faith in a lot of young people really making change because like everyone says, you know, young people really have that power, have that voice, even though we might not think we do because we are so young, we really, really do. And when you use it, it, it makes ways. Yes. Um, one, one thing that I want to discuss real quick also is, um, <laughs> there's a lot of talk about censorship through social media and all that stuff. Do you feel that your generation, um, is sensitive to that or, or aware of that? Do you feel like um, you guys are more fair and balanced knowing that we live in a country where it doesn't matter what uh, your opinion is, you have the right to speak up and have that opinion and that we shouldn't browbeat or crush someone else's opinion? Or are you with what's going on lately where if you say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, you're guilty and it's done for you? Like, is your gener what do you feel like your generation is, is their stance on that? Um, wow. So I definitely have some knowledge of like censorship, especially in like other countries. I've looked into things like South Korea and China where they, you know, are able to speak certain things, but not, but aren't able to criticize, let's say the government or criticize other major people of authority. So I'm very humble and grateful to be able to be in a society where that is not, where that may have, might have been the norm, but it has changed to where we're really able to kind of speak our, our mind as long as we do it with good, um, intentions so to censorship i say a lot of young people um i believe are also not too um open to sharing their thoughts because they feel that it could be right. um you know censored or not um you know just like approved by other people and kind of seen as negative and not really be be like taken well so to that i kind of say you know if you have the right intention then you really have you really say it with respect and you kind of say it in a manner that is neutral but still saying your opinion but in a respectful way as long as we do it with respect and love i feel that everyone will be open to hearing you people are more open and and receptive to other information if it's delivered in a way that is appropriate and with respect because they feel that that they're being heard and then you feel that that you're being heard at, at the same time so and do you feel that your generation is open to the two-sided um you know, meeting in the middle and being able to see both sides respectfully. Definitely, definitely. Um, I definitely feel that you that like young people are more open to both sides because I feel that we always know that there are two, not not even just two, but three sides to every story. There's ones there, there's person A, person B, and then the truth, mm. and not just just the two people. So, with that being said, we I feel that young people, on one hand, are very good at when they want to look into other information and really dig and really find what they want to find as to the both sides so they can make an informed decision. We're really good at that. But at the same time, we can become complacent and just kind of say, well, this is the first thing that I saw, so it might be true or, or it has to be true because they said it or he said it or whatever. Mm. So at the same time, it kind of can be 
we if we really want to we can definitely go down that route of really avoiding the censorship and really looking for ways to tell the truth and really find the truth out um with that being being said i also would like to mention that i brought to um lmc tv where i broadcast my my own channel on the scene stuff i have an actual channel where we where, where i put up events that i've gone to and it's streamed on their services and i'm also working with bronxnet as well um very soon um and i was an intern at bronxnet as well part of their open 2.0 show where i really found my passion for telling stories um because that's where i got to host and produce um kind of be be part of a team where i got to real where i got to work all all aspects of um the business in terms of the you know in terms of the news business and really speaking your mind okay so now that so. you have so based on your age and you have this experience in some type of news fashion where mm -hmm. do you feel yourself and also maybe um the people of your age group where do you stand with the news today like general Ooh, the uh, news. Okay. Ma uh, mass media like how do you how do you feel that it's it's being um processed in the minds of your age group um news today i feel is trying its best to be neutral and being objective um, but at the same time, it's extremely hard because we are human beings. So innately, we have bias. Innately, humans just tend to want to support and go towards certain things. So with that being said, I always recommend that we look at more than one or two different news sources in terms of where we get our our information from. So just don't watch that channel of news. Don't just read that that newspaper because it can be one-sided. It's the same people telling their stories, but from their perspective on what they capture. Whereas if you get it from another perspective, you see two completely different sides. We've read that from different stories about young police brutality and of different kinds of things in the justice system, or as people are calling it, the injustice system now. Mm. It, it really, really is important for us to really look at all sides, especially nowadays with social media being such a thing that we can share anything instantly. We you know in five seconds, so many people will see that and jump to certain conclusions based on that one side. So if you don't kind of stop and say, let me get all sides, you know, you know, let me see, see what this person has to say. Let's not, you know, cancel that like person now as cancel culture is becoming a, a like thing now where you're automatically kind of seen, like you said, as guilty if you have like a different view than, than the majority of people. You shouldn't just discount that like, person just because they have different kinds of views. I listen to people that aren't supportive of different groups that I identify with and that I support, but I take the time to listen because I feel that they still have something important to say because I don't think that, that, it's, that it's right to just kind of blatantly shut somebody down, you know, for, for a friend view. I, I support everyone's view, even if I might not agree with that at that moment in time, I'm opening to listen and being receptive. And I think a lot of young people are more open to doing that as well. Yeah, because it's important, right? It's the only way we can meet in the middle yes. by hearing both sides. I mean, it's. Um, I saw something the other day that said that um, hopefully this whole we don't want to hear the other side uh, and shut you down fad is just that, a fad where it's just like, you know, it's going to go away soon and hopefully everyone just learns that it's important to listen to both sides. So I'm, I'm glad that you gave me that perspective because it's important to me. I have a 12-year-old uh, daughter 
which, you know, is not far from your age. So, you know, it's important mm-hmm. to me to know what's going on over there because in my time when I was in middle school, high school, like it was a whole different realm. We didn't even have the internet then. So it's, okay. yeah, it's a whole different game and it's mm-hmm. important to hear that from you. Um, so I'm going to switch up a little bit and just going to ask you, out of all the stuff that you've done so far, if you could just give us maybe one, two, three moments that have been like memorable for you in all your work. Wow. Um, that's hard. I've done a lot of different things. Maybe the most, one of the most memorable ones was really like being able to cover the New York Teens Fashion Week that I did recently mm-hmm. because I got to really see what young people can create. And I got to interview seniors from the high school of fashion industry, which is a specialized high school in the city in the Chelsea area that focuses on fashion industries and fashion merchandising. So being able to see those creations and really being able to kind of be part of that moment and hear their their passions and their three beautiful girls that are just doing their their thing and showing off their creativity in an amazing way. So that was very memorable. Um, another memorable thing that, I mean, that I didn't cover as, as like teen on the scene, but I did get to um, experience uh, New York City Pride for the first time in um, in June. It was my it was my first pride. It was my first pride pride parade. My mom was able to be there and support me, and I also was able to march with my job Shake Shack, who was very supportive of the LGBTQ community as well. And I got to really be not only go to the parade, but also be in the parade and actually be able to walk and be able to feel the love and from both sides of the streets and just being in that moment was really really empowering. And seeing people young, old people from all over the world came out and it was just an amazing experience. So that one I'll never forget. Um, that th- Those are some of the highlights, but like I said, everything that I've done. Um, oh yes. Oh, how did I forget? I also w- had the opportunity um, in July to be part of Richie Loves Yo-Yo's music video for A Different Hand. Um, that was an amazing experience. My first music video ever. Um, and I played an integral part in the music video, as you'll like see, where I'm the kind of director person and things like that. But you'll, but, but you'll see, I'll, I'll, I'll leave some to the imagination. Um, it was an amazing experience to be able to be part of a project and see how that really rolls out and be part of, you know, telling a story and how different parts of the story can really come together. And it was really, really beautiful. So those are my, my top three things that I've probably done. But I mean, I've done so many others that are just unforgettable. Yeah. But. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, tell me what is in the near future, but then also tell me what are the goals for the long term. Yes. Okay. So in the near future and my goals fitting on the scene, very, very good question. So in the near future, I, I definitely still plan to keep teen on the scene as a platform, but I wanted to make it known that I am, that I am opening up to other young people where I'm kind of making it a platform for all young people that are passionate about telling stories and covering um, events to kind of submit their work to us as a platform and have it be someplace where it can be shared as a, as a like collective thing, kind of like a, 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 a like channel, if you want to call it, where you're able to submit your own work um, whether it's, you, you know, photos, videos, whatever it is, and we'd be able to share it with other people, with other like-minded people and really connect you with different people and opportunities. Uh, we also want to make it known that we are also one, um, open to finding um, other co-hosts that want to go to um, events and cover the events and, and things of that nature, because some other young, young people like to, you know, be in front of the camera and really kind of get that, get that perspective. Because I'm um, going back to college in January. So I won't be able to be able to, you know, I want to focus on my studies and everything and I want to chronicleize that. 
but I definitely want to keep Teen on the scene as a platform to really still be the impactful um, social change platform that I've always wanted it to be. And in terms of the Ghost Routine on the scene, just really, you know, kind of continue to be a place and hopefully it'll be a big thing where my ultimately, what well, my ultimate goal and dream as a person is to have my own platform where I'm able to incorporate art, social justice and ambassadorship in one thing. Cause I'm passionate about all three things a lot and to kind of have that be a, be a cohesive thing where I bring young people on and have them talk about their passions there thing like that so i mean who knows what the future has has in store but that's really what i what i really hope for teen on the scene and for myself so to any young people wanting to do that please continue do do what you need to do continue to work hard i've come from some unlikely circumstances but i've been able to really really push through with the help of some awesome people behind the scenes my lovely mom and other people that just really really make it possible and i want to say that anything you put your mind to is possible all you have is time that's all you have to do um i went to private high school that i had the opportunity to <clears throat> you know be able to have that, that kind of education i went to master michael academy so i'm very proud to be an alum of that in the bronx um so with that kind of background <clears throat> i'm sorry i gotta keep mentioning these things so I, i'm also a student um ambassador at my college, SUNY Plattsburgh. So I actually um, help, you know, get get prospective students and families to really experience SUNY Plattsburgh as as a whole, um, to kind of see if it's the right choice for their for their students to really go to. So those things I'm really really passionate about, and I and I and I take those things into account whenever I have whenever I you know do a lot of these things. So. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that was enough. <laughs> no, that's awesome, Ryan. I really appreciate your time. Um, like I do with any every interview, I like to ask my um, guests to give us a little send-off, something that will motivate the people who are watching this um, by giving your own wisdom and knowledge and a short, brief uh, message to them, if you wouldn't mind, please. Um, hmm. I read in a book once about being an impactful team that... Um, something called paradigms and paradigms are like glasses where you really kind of see things through your perspective, but you also want to see things through other people's perspectives as well, because glasses kind of help you see in a better light. So treat paradigms like you would a pair of glasses, which I absolutely love. Um, I've taken that and really brought it to my own, you know, mind and, and really um, internalized that. And I want to bring that to other people to kind of say, question everything and really just don't take everything, do not take anything for granted. Definitely want to say that and be your true authentic self above all else. Be your true authentic self, spread this, spread this world with positivity, love, joy, happiness, because it will at the end of the day get better. And I just can't say, say that, say that enough. So that's my send off to everybody. So thank you so much. Awesome, Ryan. Thank you so much. Now, before we leave, let us know one more time where we can find you, please. Yes, so you can find me on Instagram at teen, T-E-E-N, on the scene, S-E-E-N-S-C-E-N-E, teen on the scene. That's where you can connect with me, find everything that, that I have ever done, and just really kind of kind of connect with me there. Thank you so much, Ryan. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate your mom, too. Thank you so much. You guys are an awesome team. I wish you a lot of luck and success. I, I know you are. You will. 
trust me, you're one of those people that inspired me when I saw it. I was like, hey, if you can do it, I'm going to do it too. So um, it's been it's been awesome to jump into the social media realm of positive people because there's also a lot of negative, but positive stuff going on. And you're like, yo, this is very inspiring. And it's awesome. And it's also we're talking about people from the Bronx, right? So, you know, yes. you know, it's, it's just a whole nother game. And it's awesome. And I really appreciate you, Ryan. Thank you so much. Um, and to my audience, yes, of course. Thank you. And to my audience, please go support Ryan. Please go support all these positive young people that are going to make a difference in our lives and our kids' lives. Um, it's very important. And I appreciate your time. I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Bye, Ryan. Peace. Bye. How was